0: hey everybody this is Jay-z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle happy Wednesday good morning good afternoon or good evening good people or whenever you're deciding to listen to this cast thank you for tuning in hey if you found yourself here at this time take a deep breath and uh give yourself some credit because this is time that you've chosen to give Back to yourself when you didn't even have to see this podcast was created to help people get a little ounce of their timing back through their busy lives and in their busy schedule to help give peaceful and positive perspective to the things that have a tendency to hold us back and hold us up. And those are always often head and heart issues. And uh, so I'm congratulating you for putting yourself on this list um so jumping right in good people um first of all let me tell you again stay away from the twitter gurus um i just read something this morning uh that talked about and maybe it circulated weeks ago who knows i mean maybe it circulated a day ago who knows but um i just tuned in i just read something this morning that said uh you know When this pandemic is over or declared over, remember who called, checked, checked in on you, was true to, uh, let me stop you right there. Stop right there. That mentality, and we're going to get into that today, that mentality at this point in the face of a global pandemic, no one owes you or anything, uh, anyone, anything as a matter of fact, everybody's just trying to figure it out. This is not a test for good friendship. This is not a test to see which family member loves you the most. This is not a test to uh, to, to put someone arbitrary in your life through to see how true they are. And I just, you know, sometimes these messages flood us with so many thoughts about, you're right, who did check in on me? And, and, and at the end of the day, People were just trying to check in with themselves, just to make sure they didn't spiral out of control, Um, and that's a very real thing. Um, So, no, this global pandemic was not a test, or for some, or uh, for someone's testimony of how true they are in your life, but rather we should celebrate that man we we made it together. And how can I bridge some of these gaps now that we're not under restriction? Okay, like uh, uh, so, I I just. Throwing that out there, right? Because there's a lot of information that passes us and it hits our ears different because we're like, oh yeah, who did it? No, please just let me stop right there. Okay. So jumping right into today's content, <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. I mean, it, it jumped across my eyes. I'm like, let me address this. Um, but you, my friend, you right now, you tuning in right now, you're, you're in the right place at the right time and I just want to reassure you that. Um especially if you're listening in, uh, because if you're anything like me right now, uh you may feel pressure from multiple areas of life. Um and that pressure has the ability to limit your creativity. Um our creativity is a things it is part of what comprises us of our personality, our identity, our strength, our resolution, our resoluteness, uh, if that's a word. Um, and you know, even if I, you know, I, I like when people analyze people's strengths as in being a numbers person or being an auditory or a visual person, I get it. A tactile person. I get it. Um, or I'm a numbers person versus an English or writing person. I I understand that that's where people may identify their strengths, but there's something that I've always wondered about that I've always sort of Felt a little overwhelmed. Like, just because you're a numbers person doesn't mean you're not a creative person. You're very creative with numbers. Just because you're a words person or you like reading and you like writing doesn't mean that you lack creativity because you have to have imagination. Um, just because you're an artist or, you know, a creative as they call it now, doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to express that in the way of numbers, in the way of words or in the way of beauty. Um, and I'm just putting that out there because at this phase, if you're feeling like me, um, you may feel limited in, in your creative function. Um, and there could be something to that. Uh, and, and, and when I say creative and function, I mean, creative and interest creative and, and life, uh, in your home, um, with organization at work. If you're still, if you still have the luxury of being able to say you have work, um, and the list can go on and on and on and on. And the reason why I bring up creativity is simply because creativity helps our problem, our problem solving skills creativity helps us work through conflict. Creativity is the thing that stops you from turning something in, excuse my language, turning something in half ass, right? How many times have you just absolutely submitted something with the 100 best that you could, or you've done something with all of your creative juices activated or with everything that you possibly could and said, I do that every time. Yeah, right. It's you too. Because even though I try to do my best at submitting the absolute best that I possibly can at all times, or turning in the best possible work that I can at all times, or submitting the best possible suggestions that I can at some, sometimes it's just half ass and, and it, it, because we're not perfect and that's okay. But there's some things that block or stunt our creativity and we may not even know it. So when, when a lot of us have been, because we've, if, if we have children at home, um, we're having to take on new roles that, you know, we've sent them to school to take on or, if you're working from home and you never had to, your, your house is serving different functions that it never used to. And so you're having to readjust. So again, when you have to burn the candle at both ends, which means like you, you're using resources and energies from both, both, both of the, both ends of the same place, excuse me, couldn't get my words out. Um, you end up dried up a bit or burnt out and it, it, It comes with limited inspiration. And so the problem is, as these mandates are lifted and restrictions uh, are lifted, we we still have restrictions. And that still can stunt our inspiration to be creative. And and this is accountable for no matter what profession or what your personal situation is. We all have cognitive processes that help us problem-solve. At best, if not more. And so this week, consider these things. If you're feeling, mm, you know, maybe not as I don't know, if you're just not feeling as sharp or maybe not feeling as creative or you're feeling a little bit of a lull in in your creative spaces, uh, just consider these things. Um the framing, the mentality. And the motivations, just those three things, just consider those three things for me. Now, some of the language I use is closer to pop culture than it is to academia and science and research. Uh, But there's research behind what I'm saying so debate me bro if you want to go I'm ready uh so you can challenge me and you can find me at jz at the midweekmuscle.com if you're feeling like that so go go ahead I you know I, I love when people respond you can also find me on all of the social media platforms so go going moving forward okay um the framing you know the same issue can be positioned in two ways right Whenever we look at a situation, it can be positioned in one of two ways. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be positive or negative, but it's just that, you know, the way that we look at it can be two different ways. But consider this, we are likely to approach a situation differently based on how we position the problem. Let's say, for example, I'm learning how to ride a bike now my trainer can look at me and say this is how you are to ride a bike and that would be cool right but what if my trainer gave me the assignment to go ahead and ride my bike like 50 feet or 100 feet or 150 feet or some sort of distance and if i looked in my mind and said okay i can ride this bike without training wheels I have to do everything I can to not fall off the bike. Or I can position it in this way. I have to do everything I can to stay on the bike. Now, what the framing tells us is that, man, I I just looked at staying on the bike or not falling off the bike in two different ways, but it's the same problem. See, if I look at do everything that you can to not fall off the bike, I What science is suggesting is that I might be a little more creative on how to not fall off the bike versus just figure out how to stay on the bike. I may be a little less creative in that approach because staying on the bike is the safety, is the security part, right? So that's all it's saying is that we can spark creativity based on how we reframe the way we see or the way we perceive the issue in front of us. Step number one. That's the framing. Number two, the mentality. Believe it or not, people who operate from a nothing to lose mentality play, fight, and love with the most heart. Like, I promise you, like you think about, um, you know, and I'm a woman, so uh, it might look a little different for women versus men, but you know, you go out one night with your friends and you you're just chilling, you're just hanging out, and the person who is seemingly unattractive to you or you don't really want to be bothered by or you just don't feel like talking or whatever you just want to enjoy time with your friends, but it's always the person who you have the least amount of interest in that is basically shooting their shot at you like hey like i'm I, I think you're attractive, I would like to talk to you, and you're like, "Why me?" And it's because, man, you get creative in your approaches when, boom, what else do I have to lose? I don't have her number. I don't have her heart. I don't have her attention. So I'm going to be creative in how I approach her. Um, guys, it may look a little different for you, uh, but maybe not. But I think we can all identify in one moment where someone just gave it their all. Um, so that's why I say I think people play fight and love with the most heart. I, it's funny because I'll tell my high school audiences, I'll say, hey, listen, Never find yourself in a situation where you have to fight, and if you absolutely have to, because it's a safety reason, don't fight with somebody who has nothing to lose. Why? Because they have nothing to lose, right? And they're going to get creative at how they take you down, even if it means you lose everything, right? So, I, oh, that's, it's interesting that we say that, and I say it with a little bit of humor, but there's some something behind that. Studies show a nothing to lose mentality breeds greater creativity because the person who would have essentially, uh, the person who would have essentially nothing to go back to, the proverbial nothing, because again, we all have something. uh, But if the person who would have essentially nothing to go back to would find creative ways to achieve that goal. So if everything was on the line, And, and that person literally had nothing. They get incredibly creative. I don't know if you guys watch American Idol, um, but there was a woman on there during the trials. I don't watch it. Um, but every now and again, I'll tune into the, I don't know, the, the sing-offs, not the sing-offs, that's a voice, um, the auditions in the beginning. And it just so happened that Ryan Seacrest was walking across the, the street to grab a snack or a break or a drink or something. And he noticed a girl that had been sitting and he said, Hey, are you okay? And she said, yeah, I'm just trying to wait for a chance to audition. He was like, well, did you get a number? Did you check in? And she was like, no, all of my resources were dried up. So I drove up here from someplace and, and just sat down and just waited to see if I could have a chance. And granted, nothing about the situation was inherently creative. What happened was she gave every single thing and gave every ounce of time and didn't have any excuses behind sitting there. So she sat there all day. And it's funny because Ryan said, Hey, well, I can do you a favor. Let's bring you up to audition. And when she sang like, I swear, rainbow shot out her mouth. Like it was incredible, And she made the judges cry. And it's interesting because Katy Perry chimed in and said, when you, I saw you today and I saw you sitting down and I feel bad because I walked past you. Like I wasn't going to have this experience today. Like you were the last person I expected to have an experience like this with today. And like, shame on you, Katy Perry, for like having that little bit of judgment. But we all have that judgment sometimes. But at least she owned up to it. And so identifying like, man, sometimes it's the way how we see the issue or the way how we approach a problem, the mentality behind it makes us more or less creative in achieving that goal. And so we don't have to play from a win it all perspective or a lose it all perspective. But if we consider what happens if we don't try. Maybe we can spark some creativity there. Three, motivations, right? The motivations. I am a public speaker and I say often, I mean, that's one of many hats that I wear. Give me a break. Uh, (laughs) I'm a public speaker and I say often that I don't challenge the motivation behind your drive. I challenge the why you do it. And simply put, there are seven universal uh, dimensions to what motivates us. And I'll go through that list really quick. One, theoretical or knowledge or your understanding of things. Two, regulatory, structure, order, your routine. Three, individualistic, that the uniqueness of things, what makes you you, authenticity. Number four, altruistic service or helping others. Number five, political, uh, power and influence. I don't know why those two words were associated with political, but okay. Uh, six economic, uh, money, practicality, uh, ROI or ROE return on investment or return on equity. Um, seven aesthetic, form, beauty and balance, right? Those are seven universal dimensions that are underlying motivators intrinsic motivators, right intrinsic internal um so if if your creativity on how is stunted or, or if your creativity is stunted period, really consider the ways that your internal clock pushes you to pursue a goal or a situation. Like what is your internal motivator? Like what is generally the thing that will make you jump and sign up and say, yes, I'll do it. Right. Maybe find a way to exploit that while restrictions are still in place. So if you have a, like, yes, I'll sign up because it contributes to the beauty of this place. Yes. I'll sign up because it contributes to the beauty of something. Yes. I'll sign up because, It gives me more money. Yes, I'll sign up because I will gain influence. Yes, I'll sign up because it's truly helping someone. And I know that this is not gonna end me up in some sort of legal trouble because I'm doing something underhanded for one person and something overhanded for another. I don't know, you know, you get the gist, right? But if we can figure out theoretical, like I just wanna understand this better. That's why I wanted to sign up to do this extra job I don't know I don't know but if we can figure out what that internal push is maybe we can figure out how to exploit that and sparking some creativity if you feel like you're at a lull so i tell you that my creativity feels a little taxed right now with all that is circulating for me. I'm trying to finish up with school. So these next six weeks will be grueling. My apologies. I have to be creative at how I deliver for you guys over the next six weeks while I'm trying to graduate. Um, you know, uh, you, trying to figure out ways to stay relevant, trying to figure out ways to to, to still have um, resources available to me once Restrictions are lifted. But, um, I tell you, I feel a little taxed. So, without a doubt, uh, you know, all of us are facing very real situations. Real people do have real situations. And, and without a doubt, there, we, we all feel the impact. Rather, you're like, yeah, I'm on cloud nine. I really didn't feel any differently. I was just glad to be home. Or you were like, my home is abusive and I want out now. We all feel, or somewhere in between. Um, we all feel the impacts in some way, shape, or form. I I, I just basically said all of that to say like, man, there. if you're feeling like your creativity is taxed, there could be additional reasons behind it uh, that have stunted it and you may not have even recognized it. And that's why I say that. So, but if we can reframe what we, if we can reframe what we see, shift our mentality on how to pursue what we see and find the dimension that will fill us as we pursue that vision and add to our story. We will no longer have to question our relevance, but we don't have to worry about irrelevance in the ways of before. By just going through the motions. So that's what I'll leave you guys with this week. Um, I just, it's short, sweet and spicy. At least that's what I think it is. Um right on target. Um, but listen, if we can spark some creativity, we won't settle in the ways I almost did for this episode today. Um, I shifted the content, I reframed my thinking and my approach, and I re-recorded it just for you. So it's a little late today because I knew that it wasn't giving you the best that I possibly could give. Um, and it wasn't as creative as I wanted it to be you know, just for it to be short, sweet, and spicy. So again, I think we can think of a number of different ways, like even even something as simple as getting your breakfast made in the morning. Ah, it's the best I can do, whatever. <laughs> There's little ways in which our creativity is taxed and we just are busy people. And so let's take a break and let's sit down and just take a deep breath and just give ourselves credit for the time that we did spend on ourselves today. And so listen, if you're into that kind of thing, like I just knew flash Mercury is in retrograde. And so be warned if, if you're into that information or just be alert if you're into that information. I mean, it's not the end all be all, um, but it, it can explain a, a, a little bit of the shiftiness that occurs around us when uh, Mercury is in retrograde. So I'll just leave that there. Uh, but uh, yeah, good people. All I have for you is uh, seek information. Share this content rate this podcast. Catch me here next week. Keep up via social media. And as always, let's go.